Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Will Pinter, back again. And this evening, uh, I'll just be interviewing a guest fresh off the back of Euros and an excellent performance, Ashok Hemmings. Say hello, Ashok. Hi, Will. Thank you for having me. I feel like one news night. <laughs> well, it is kind of a bit of a news night thing. I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions about your lists and stuff like that and your thought processes. Um, but first of all, congratulations, man. Your you, finalist. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So close to winning it, but still really pleased with how I've done. Um, top four last time and second this time. It's it's pretty pleasing. Yeah, Didn't really have you... any expectations going in as well. So that's well, always nice. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. Yeah, so. So you didn't expect to do as well as you did? Uh, I've not been to anything since the Italian system open. So I was feeling very rusty, very out of practice. So I think I'd probably have taken like 5-1 and top four dial covers. I'd have been really pleased with that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, going 6-0 on the first day and getting the template tray was fantastic. And then it just kept going from there. But it's very much just take it one game at a time, try not to get too stressed at what's coming. Yeah, definitely. So, for those of you who've not watched one of the like the million streams that was on, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the fifty thousand games, yeah, what 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 was it list you took? Sure. Okay, so I took a Grand Republic list. It's Anakin Skywalker with seven B and the Regen Droid, Obi Kenobi seven B Regen Droid and Sense, and a single naked Gold Squadron trooper in the Torrent. Okay, so what influenced your uh, decision to take that listed? So I knew I wanted to take Jedi, and I like an AC playstyle list. So I've mostly thrown three ship lists since 2.0's dropped. I was flying Two Fangs and Palob originally, and then I moved on to T70s. And they've sort of been left behind in the, couple of me- in the current matter. So I wanted to try something that kept my strengths. I'd been practicing in the weeks leading up to it with uh, the two Jedi, two Torrent version. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you, you lose the initiative on that. You have to downgrade to Obi and Mace to be able to fit it Ill all in. Or you can take Julian's version where you've got calibrated laser. And just, I don't really like that. So I've played around with that for about a week. And then I think I had one or two games with the single target version and just went, this feels much better for me. And that's how I ended up taking it. So it was seeing it on stream, seeing it do well, and then tweaking it to what I like. Happy days. So you only really actually had a couple of games of practice with it beforehand. I had, I had two games with that exact list with OJ, I think like a week before yours. So yeah, definitely didn't feel fully prepped going in. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Hence why you weren't expecting to do that well. <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting to do well at all. So with that, uh, I, I heard some discussion on the stream after the finals. Um, people who'd come up to you and asking you about spare parts, canisters. What Did you feel you were missing that? Was there a reason why you didn't take them? So the original list, so when I, when I first saw the list, it was on, I think, the Swedish stream for the system open, which was Jesper running the exact same list, but without sense and two copies of spare parts in the Jedi. Um, and since then, there's been the point hike. Now, I really like moving last. I always like a big bid. So I didn't feel spare parts was crucial and wanted the bid. So taking both of those off takes you to 185. And then having seen how just obscene senses in practice, I knew I wanted to fit that in. So that's where I got to. I could have fit one copy of sense in. 
sorry, one copy of spare parts. Yeah. I've still been happy with the bid. But to me, it doesn't feel like an upgrade that changes your bad matchups. It helps you win more in games you're already winning, in which case I'd rather just have the 10-point bid. So That said, it would have obviously made a massive difference in the final because it directly counters Gendon. So I am probably going to practice maybe one copy, maybe a copy on both Jedi, see how it feels and go from there. Okay. Well, that answers my next question then. Would you, would Sorry, you, well, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's what it's about, man. You know, it saves me asking questions. Um, but so it was going to say, would you change anything? But if that's what you're going to change and that's what you're going to look at, that's gleaming. Yeah. So there were, there were three people with that list that I know of that made it into the top cut. Um, two Italians, uh, Marco, and I can't remember the other, the other chap's name. And they both were running at the 185 version. So I think Sense is definitely stronger. I think spare parts is a nice to have. But we'll yeah. see. I, I, I think we're all agreed um, on uh, in the Sift Takers. We, we've been looking at it and we, we agree Sense is a really strong upgrade at the minute, massively. It's just bonkers. The, the value you get both in knowing exactly what your opponent's doing, but in them knowing that you know, so they play differently as a result. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is good. I mean, on to your games then. Um, obviously, we... Looking at Swiss, you went undefeated in Swiss. Yeah, um, with a very tasty MOV. Quite proud of that. Yeah, you did. And I'm looking at all the games and pretty much, I mean, pretty much every, in fact, no, every game in Swiss went to completion. Not um, every game, my round two opponent uh, oh, yeah. who had, I think it was four QXs and Tarani killed her in the Key Megillah. That's the yeah. only game where I didn't destroy everything but every other game yeah i got 200 and either lost the torrent or lost the torrent and half a jedi never more than that so 225 and 269 and most of my scores yeah that's that's exactly what it was yeah so i mean were you playing aggressive with them because most people are seeing the jedi as this shoot a bit run away and it doesn't seem like the case in yours i mean like you said your mov was huge i think i'm a cautious cagey player but as soon as i can see an opening, see that my opponent's committed or see that I've damaged a ship is a bit like blood in the water and I'll quite happily just hammer the Jedi into range one, take target locks take a ship off the board and go well I can disengage quite easily, regen boost this force back up whereas with a lot of the other AC type ships you can't do that yeah, well yeah I mean the the, the regen you can no no I was going to say the regen definitely helps to keep that MOV without a shadow Yeah, the regen's huge. Like, it's part of the reason why I was so set on taking this list because it, it helps you with a bad blank out or, you know, if you put yourself in too many arcs at the same point in time, it just, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you did say, I, I was going to come, I've got that in my question as well. Round two seemed to be, in fact, including cut, um, minus the final, obviously, was your closest game, 95 yep. to 69. And it came right down to the last turn. He'd got two ships shooting at Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, and I think he needed to do three damage to get half points. So it was very much a clench and pray type moment. Why did it struggle against that list? Or were you playing differently in round two? Or um, so, so it's five ships, all of yeah. which have at least six health, and a three attack dice with a focus mod. So it's a lot of arcs, it's a lot of damage. So there's very much the typical case of You've got to get it to commit to a position before you can get anywhere. 
but also, even once you get a good shot on one of the ships, they're not going to get killed in one round. And then the following turn, he's got a one-hard barrel roll or something like that to prevent you maintaining time on target. Um, so it, it required me to play very cagely. And when I got shots, I wasn't able to keep shooting the same ship for very long. So I think I'd got half points on three of the ships before I even took one off the board. Really good game. It's exactly what I like about X-Wing, that tactical, what do I know they're going to do? How can I double bluff them? And how can we play around it? So it was probably my favourite game. All right. Definitely okay. my most stressful. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, looking at, like, like I said, looking at the points, that looks on paper um, to be your hardest match throughout the mm. whole of the cut up and up until the final. So it was, is, is that like a list that do you think the Jedi's might struggle against in the future? Or did you make the game hard for yourself, kind of, in a way? Uh, that's a good question. It's Swarms aren't easy when they are, when they are big health swarms. So a TIE swarm or a droid swarm, you can just knock one off quite easily and then you don't have to worry about the incoming fire. Whereas with the six health and the ability of Tirani backing it up, I can't trade shots. So it has to be free shots for me to actually get anywhere. It's a positioning game like anything, so as long as I'm not taking too many shots in return, I'm happy for it as a matchup. but my opponent was very good and made it quite difficult for me to get shots and maintain time on target. Um, it is another match where I felt sense was really big because his ships are all initiative two, so I actually took initiative to use the torrent as a blocker and just throw it in his way and chew him up. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> Fair one. Yeah, no, it, it's good because, I mean... Obviously, in this, obviously talking to you, I'm I'm looking at like what the kind of list that the, the Jedi's don't want to see. I mean, you 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 saw a good mix of lists. I mean, you had four ship, quite a few four ship resistance. You had similar lists to yourself. You know, you've played the free against Imperial Aces, Rat Whisper. So you've had a good mix. You've even you've even played some in your final game. There was uh, Rebel Beef. You know, yeah, so. I hate Rebel Beef so much. I was not happy seeing it on the table again. Well, 269, you didn't do too bad against it. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. well, it's, it's the difference losing Wedge. Like, Arvel just doesn't cut it anywhere near as effectively. Mm. So, yeah, the, there was a real range of lists, and there were quite a few lists that worried me. So I think, have you got it in front of you, Will? My round three opponent? Of you, yeah, I've got all of them in uh, front of me. Um, so David Diaz, who was running uh, four ship resistance with Finn, Lieutenant Bastion, Temin Wexley, and Cove Neal. Yeah. Um, I think he fully deserved to win that game. Um, okay. I think he outplayed me and outflew me. And I think I just got very lucky and managed to outdice him. And I, I said this to him repeatedly throughout the game. So I think that's a tough matchup when played well. Yeah. Um, round four, which is on the first Earth stream, if you you know want to subject yourself to one of my many games, is... <laughs> Uh, three gunboats with proton torpedoes and passive sensors. So if you stick yourself in the wrong place at the wrong point in time, you're just going to lose a Jedi. So that was also very scary. Um, what else did I have? Yeah, like you're saying, the, the Imperial Aces. Um, yeah. That was one of the few times I was outbidded. So I was only outbidded twice in the entire tournament. Yeah, by um, a single point. Yeah. I know that he, I think he's got like five points on me, actually. Yeah, he's at, he's at 185, he is. I'm 190, Will. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Um, 
So that, oh yeah, it's one eight six without. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really tough matchup as well. So yeah, there are, there are a few matchups that are tough. It's definitely not a walk in the park, but the double reposition and regen help. They help cushion your mistakes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen you using the, the regen to really great effect on the stream, and it, I, I, I'd say that is that is a big difference between that list sometimes and some of the other ones when they've got regen to be able to fly away regen. I mean, it is it does keep them in the fight for longer and and, and keeps them. Keeps it, it wins. Them. It wins games. Absolutely no question. Regen wins games. And to be honest, I think it probably still needs more of a price hike on the Jedi. I think it's too cheap still. Obviously, in cut, you, you again, you had a good mix. So we've talked about obviously the the two, the um, the resistance and the things. Uh, Rack Whisper, how did you get on against that? Rack Whisper was a real tough one. I felt like I'd lost after the initial engage. I did no damage to his Whisper, despite a range two fully modded Anakin shot and a range three modded Obi shot. And I think in return, lost all of Anakin's shields and maybe all his force. So it was just an uphill battle from there. Fortunately, he'd come into the rocks to engage against me. So the following turn, I think his decimator clipped a rock. And he quickly ran out of collision detector charges. So Whisper's maneuverability went down. She actually ended up dying to a rock on one of the turns, which is an unfortunate way to go out. Um, That I outbidded him by a single point. So that was a very clutch point bid there. So, like you said, though, that you know the bids come in handy for you a lot um, over, yeah. the, over the course of the tournament. So, no. I think it's also useful because a lot of Jedi players take gas clouds because they like to just be able to fly over them, no consequences. Yeah. Whereas I want to make life difficult for my opponent, so I bring the biggest rocks. And if there's not an initiative clash, I'm always taking initiative, so I can throw those in the middle of the game, just make it as difficult for them as possible to approach. Okay. Yes, good bit, good bit of advice there. On to the final. Obviously, you flew really well. If you want to watch it, it's on the first uh, stream, but it was a, it was a really well-flown final. I mean, you, you said to me, I spoke to you, obviously, after, and you said, look, I, I couldn't have flown any better. Have you looked back at it now and gone, "What is there anything you could have done different? So I can't actually bring myself to watch it because Simon's <laughs> got table mics and I can't listen to the sound of my own voice. So I've, I've not actually rewatched it. Just play it on me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know on that initial engage where I brought Anakin in, range one, the Grand Inquisitor, and took a shot. Yeah. That was quite an aggressive play. It was an aggressive gamble. But I felt from that position, he was going to one hard as an Inquisitor. And then there was no position for me to get out of arc and not be shot. So it was better to trade shots than to give you a shot for free. As it was... He too harded and repositioned. So I would have actually been able to flank and get round him. So looking at that, I wish that I'd taken the disengage, but I took a gamble. It unfortunately didn't pay off. And you could see later on in the match where I got a little bit desperate, boosted my Anakin into range one of his Inquisitor and into a concussion missile shot just because I knew I was down and had to start taking something off the board. And fortunately, fortunately took his, his Grand Inquisitor off the following turn which yeah. helped make it into a game again. But just that early damage I took in that gamble meant I couldn't, couldn't bring it back. Yeah. I mean, what, watching your other stream games, I, th- I think that was definitely a oof, ouch moment. And it, 
you know, it, we, we, without a doubt, it's going to affect your decision making as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I got tilted, but it definitely knocks you when he's when he's doing damage with just a normal Inquisitor shot on a range three OB, and his unmodded shuttle shot was doing damage. I was just like, oh, I did not need that. <laughs> That's but it's a variance game ultimately, so you can't complain about it. No, yeah, it happens. Um, you know, um, so I mean, obviously, you know, you still made the final, though. Like I said, without without going in expectations, there's going to be a lot of people looking at your list and going, "Oh, this comes second. He's done really well with it." They'll watch your stream games. What advice would you give for anyone taking up this list? What what, what advice can you give people who want to give it a go, want to try it? You know. So I think my top four game is probably the game where I would say I played best and shows how the list should be played. So if you look at it, it's a very slow, cautious, initial jockeying for position. And then as soon as I feel comfortable that I know which way my opponent's going, it's hammer the, hammer the accelerator, get in quickly, take shots, take something off the board. So it's about not committing too early, but then once you see an opening getting aggressive and not being scared of a dice variance, hitting you back, just take it and hopefully take something off the board with your initiative and your modded shots. Mm. Um, I do think, and I've been told I'm wrong by this on the Dutch, I do feel gas clouds are the wrong call for this list because they make it easy for your opponent to just say, no, I'm just going to ignore those obstacles and fly straight at you. So I do feel rocks are the right call. Um, what else would I say? Oh, yeah. The well, torrent to, be, to be is, fair, mate, you made final. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say yeah. pretty sound advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was hanging out with Rick Porteous the following day, and he showed me the, the Dutch X-Wing chat, which literally said, why is Ashok taking gas clouds? Why isn't Ashok taking gas clouds? He doesn't know how Jedi work, um, which tickled me a little bit. The other thing I'd say is the torrent is there to die. Like, I'm just there to present a target and hope my opponent turns to engage it, which if you notice in the final, Kai completely ignored the gold squadron, which is absolutely the right call. So the advice I'd give to other people is don't give that up too freely. It's there to die, but don't just fling it straight in front of your opponent. If you can't judge the block correctly or something like that, it's better to stay at range with an evade. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about it on the gold squadron podcast. Pretty sure it was Dion who said like, yeah, well, it, it, it creates a problem. You either shoot it and take it, and if you don't, it's actually just going to sit there and annoy the hell out of you and just try and plink away at you, plink away at it. So you've got to make a sound decision whether you go after it or not. And Yeah, and if you go after it, you've got to hope that you take it off the board in one round because otherwise, with sense, the dial and the barrel roll, it's probably blocking you and being annoying next turn. Yeah. Um, like if I get two or three rounds of it in combat, I'm really happy. And in most of my games, I've got four plus. Fair one. So, so obviously, like that advice, then is like, don't be afraid to lose it, I suppose. You know? <laughs> yeah. Except it's going to die. It is literally there to die. But you've got to make sure that you get a good trade for it, even if that trade is positioning rather than points. Sound advice. Sound advice. Well, thanks for that great insight, Ashok. Um, it, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. You know, um, and hopefully people can listen to this and obviously get a get a little way into getting into the Jedi a little bit more. And I mean, you've you've presented some 
really good ideas and, and different take on what I hope people find it interesting I mean it's all down to play style at the end of the day what works for you but yeah yeah. No, I mean, things like spare parts that take in the rocks. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like you said, people see the Jedi as an auto include with glass clouds. But having having thought about it, yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking take rocks as well. Like, I think you've convinced me. Um, I mean, I'm, I think you saw my uh, top 16 game, which is Gold Squadron. Yeah. Um, like, still, I'll go straight through the rocks if I can set up a good block. And that's actually what won me that game. My opponent didn't see it coming, turned his Vader in and got blocked range one of a focus target lock OB. Whereas yeah. with a gas cloud, that's just such an obvious play. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a good shot. And, I mean, it's, like, it's not like you can't fly away and regen that if you do get hit by the rock anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it is. it does it does play mind games. Um, so it's it's good. I'm just going to do a slight plug, actually, before I say goodbye to Ashok. Anyone sure. wanting to play for at Tim's World's Warm-Up um, at Element Games on Saturday the 7th, um, I know there'll be a few people around. There'll certainly be a lot of us trying out Jedis um, on the Jedi on the Jedi tilt there. There's still tickets available. If you check out the X-Wing UK and Ireland site, uh, Tim will be posting up there about uh, the event. Um, if you want a ticket, pay through PayPal. And there you go, if you want to do some uh, X-Winging on the 7th of September. So, after that plug, it's, uh, like I said, Ashok, lovely to have you on. Hopefully, oh, thank you for having me on, Will. Pleasure talking to you as always. Before you go, Ashok, I heard you say a little thing, right? Say you might be quitting. Has this reaffirmed you saying you're sticking with the game now? Uh, everybody likes to win don't they everybody likes to win and it's enjoyable i think i've really struggled with the transition to 2.0 i've not found a list that's worked for me i've struggled with the points change and not necessarily having the consistency of a list i've really enjoyed poland but i think it comes down to the people and the experiences more than the game that's what's going to keep me in sweet all right so that means, yeah, you're staying. <laughs> I'm, stay- I'm staying for now, Will. I'm staying and, for now. And, Don't and get on, rid of me that easily. And on paper, mate, as it stands, right, you are currently better than your brother. So that's got to be another reason to stay, eh? Yeah, that's the perfect time to retire so he can never take <laughs> it away from me. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Well, thanks, Ash. Thanks for coming I know, on. Cheers mate. for having me, Will. Have a good so, evening. Yeah, you too, mate. And it's goodbye from me. Till the next time on the Sift Takers Snapshots podcast. Ta-ra. <laughs>